Hello, and welcome to the fourth season of the Right Questions podcast. My name is Simon, and in this series, we'll be covering how-to topics based on some of the most common questions I get asked as a leadership coach and some of the most popular articles on the website. These podcasts are designed to be a very short introduction to each topic. So if you do fancy finding out more, please do head over to www.therightquestions.co. But for now, on with the show. Eight proven ways to build trust in the workplace. We all know that trust is important, but what do we mean by trust? How would you define it? And having defined it, what can we do to develop trust in our relationships at work? Trust can be thought of as faith, belief, or hope. It is the feeling of confidence that we have in a person, organization, or thing. Trust has both a logical and emotional quality. We choose to trust the thing because of how we think and how we feel. In relationships, trust is foundational, whether that is with friends and family or with colleagues at work. Thus, whether we are starting to get to know someone and building rapport or maintaining a long-lasting relationship, trust is critical. But knowing this, how do you develop a culture of trust and psychological safety in the workplace? The first thing we need to understand is how our brains work when it comes to putting faith in someone. Paul Zak has spent many years studying the neuroscience of trust. His research has centred around the hormone oxytocin and has shown that higher levels of trust are linked to the brain producing higher levels of oxytocin. It is great knowing that oxytocin helps to develop trust, but it is unlikely that we will be wanting to dose ourselves with synthetic hormones just to be more trusting. Fortunately, during his research, patterns emerged of positive behaviours that promoted oxytocin levels. These were narrowed down to eight key behaviours to foster trust. So here are the eight behaviours, identified by Paul Zak, that can help to release oxytocin naturally and build a more trusting culture in the workplace. 1. Recognise excellence Public recognition of someone, when they have achieved something, can be a huge boost to oxytocin. If the praise is unexpected and personal, it is all the more powerful. Such recognition of individuals also boosts their confidence. 2. Induce challenge stress. Challenge stress is the idea of setting difficult but achievable tasks. These are stretch targets that prompt both personal growth and team development, as they require focus and collaboration. The balance here is to find the right level of challenge so as not to push people into negative stress, and therefore managers should monitor such goals and adjust them accordingly. 3. Give people discretion in how they do their work. If people feel empowered to do work in their own way, they are more likely to be more motivated and therefore more productive. This trust and freedom has also been shown to improve creativity and innovation. The opposite of this autonomy is when people are micromanaged, which has the opposite effect. 4. Enable job crafting. Job crafting goes beyond discretion about how people do tasks and takes this further to allow employees to choose which projects to work on. Not surprisingly, people work harder on things they care about. 
The challenge for a leader is to align people with their passions while covering all of the operational outputs required of a team. 5. Share information broadly. People like to be informed, and conversely, they hate it if they are kept in the dark, even if unintentionally. This is because we all need levels of certainty to avoid negative stress. Organisations need to be open about goals, strategies and even challenges to build trust. 6. Intentionally build relationships. Relatedness is important. We all want to feel part of something. But you must be intentional about building a sense of belonging in order to build high-performing teams. Creating social events and opportunities for social interaction is very important. Achieving challenging tasks, as mentioned earlier, also helps to build and deepen these relationships. 7. Facilitate whole person growth. Good leaders help people to develop personally as well as professionally. They also do not limit a person's growth to the opportunities available within just their organisation. Work-life balance, considerations such as family and health, should sit alongside discussions about performance for a person to truly feel valued and supported. 8. Show vulnerability. Finally, people need to show each other vulnerability. Opening up to someone in an emotionally intelligent way is an act of trust in itself. When a leader shows vulnerability, when they are truthful about what they don't know, acknowledge their mistakes or ask for advice from subordinates, it actually promotes credibility and strengthens team bonds. So think about which of these eight things you could encourage in your workplace today to build better trust in your team. That's it for today, so thanks for listening. And remember, if you'd like to find out more, then just follow the links and go over to the website at www.therightquestions.co. Bye for now.